When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute made slushy is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. James and I are going to do a mini review of Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro's new film. Yeah, we just saw this the other day, and we had a blast. You know, it's a great slow burn thriller. Like all Guillermo del Toro films, it's very dark, it's creative, it's mysterious, it's brutal. Um, It's about this ambitious carny, played by Bradley Cooper, who has a talent for manipulating people, with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist, who's even more dangerous than he is and follows his journey throughout his life. And this cast is really stacked. We have Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Tony Colletti, Willem Dafoe, Richard Jenkins, Rooney Mara, Ron Perlman, Mary Steenburgen, and David Strathairn. Really, like, that's an all-star cast. You know, that's the best money you can pay for. And, you know, Guillermo del Toro is such a terrific director I'm sure if I was an actor, I would absolutely do anything to star in one of his movies. Yeah, Bradley Cooper is really sensational in this movie. It might be his best performance in his career, like this, Silver Linings Playbook, um, maybe a couple other, like the Hangover. A star is born. <laughs> <laughs> he's real. <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers is great, yeah. <laughs> but he's so good in this movie. He hits so many different levels of acting. It's very nuanced performance at first, but then it gets a little more intense and intricate and complex. I think Bradley's incredible. I think the entire cast is really well. Willem Dafoe is awesome in this movie as well. You know, he's one of those rare older actors that's despite, you know, age, you, you'd think most actors lose out on a lot of roles. He's on fire right now. I mean, he's just as Green Goblin, and he's in this movie as well. And I think... For any actor, it'd probably be an honor to be in a Guillermo del Toro film, and Guillermo's just been knocking it out of the park. You know, Shape of Water, The Shape of Water was awesome, and he's got this coming out. Uh, didn't do super well at the box office. Not a lot of movies yeah. did in the last couple months. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it only made seven million dollars so far, and it's been out for two weeks, uh, which is uh, not very good considering it was budget was sixty million dollars. So that's going to be a big hit. Uh, hopefully, they can recuperate and get some word of mouth going. But the thing is, like. This year was strange for movies, like we've said in our previous episodes, where a great dramatic film newer like this, it, I don't think that that audience was going to the cinemas that year, this year in terms of older people. I think that cinemas were just really filled with young people this year, people who were more comfortable going to cinemas, where Nightmare Alley, it's a pulpy film noir hearkening back to the 40s and 50s. Definitely an older audience on average is going to see a movie like this, so I think that that's why it's performing so poorly, but man, this movie... 
is absolutely sensational. It's so beautiful. The cinematography is really terrific. Production design, the costuming, the cast works so well together. These are actors like, I've never seen any of them on screen together before, I don't think, and they all just bounce off each other so well. Ron Perlman, obviously, he's in all of Guillermo's films, but he's been in seven. Yeah, but this movie is so fascinating, and it's so well written. I think the screenplay is really terrific because it shows this character. Bradley Cooper's character is a very complex man, really great intricacies and in, in actually the first i don't think we don't want to spoil too much about the film i want to make this spoiler free but he's just it's it's not was that what i was expecting from the trailer yeah. what happened and in a has, good way yeah yeah it was so surprising what happened with his character yeah and so in, in terms of the the cast there are eight actors and actresses that have been nominated for oscars in this film including bradley cooper kate blanchett tony coletti willem dafoe richard jenkins rooney mara mary steenbergen and david straithorn uh, Kate Blanchett has won two Oscars, and Mary Steenberg has also one, won one. an Oscar for Melvin and Howard. And so the cast is just so incredible, and I, and I think Rooney was great as well. But, you know, uh, Bradley is the star of the show, and he just knocks it out of the park, and he's he's such a great leading man. I think this movie shows that he's one of those, like, top five guys in terms of leading man quality. And it feels like the circus is meant for Guillermo. Like, it was like, it's perfect for him, the environment, the setting, the aesthetic the kinds of characters that you'd find in a circus. It's perfectly suited to his aesthetic, his filmmaking style, his storytelling style. This movie has some great scares. It's got some great, thrilling, dramatic, mysterious things going to it, some great elements. And, you know, characters pop in and out, and it's like every scene there's like an amazing actor that shows up for the first time, and then here's this amazing actor, and then there's just, here's this amazing actor. You're like, oh, my God. And, and the movie is a lot more epic in scope, than I was expecting from the trailer, and I was pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, and the thing about Guillermo is we all know about how he's just so into haunted things, and he has his haunted house and everything like that, and his and his stuff like that. And um, I believe I read from Bradley Cooper saying talking about the set design, production production design in this film, which is incredible and so unique and fun and creative. And just Guillermo is on every every shot, every piece of furniture or or knickknacks, and he owned the majority of the things that you see on tables, according to Bradley Cooper. Wow. Like, all, like tons of the knickknacks and on tables, on shelves and stuff, he owns most of that stuff. So it's like a piece of him is in all over this movie. That's crazy because there's a lot of stuff on tables yeah, in this movie. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's got, he's supposedly he has like that haunted home mansion, yeah. right? Yeah, he's a haunted mansion. He's definitely got all the pickled things in, in his, <laughs> his home. <laughs> That'd be weird. There's some weird pickled stuff in this movie. But it's a great story, you know. It's very mysterious. Like Guillermo... He lets you like kind of guess what's gonna happen. You can c- kind of predict some things in a good way. Like I like predicting things in movies and getting it right in a in a fun way. It's kind of like reading a book. You're like, oh, I bet this happens. I hope it does happen. And then when things do happen that you expect to happen, it's in a good way. I think it's a great experience. But he he, ne- he keeps you in with the mystery and characters who you think are good or bad or evil. You don't know who's who's good or bad. The the moral ambiguous compass is all over the place for everybody for the most part. Yeah, and it just keeps you on the edge of your seat. And this is a long movie. It's two and a half hours, but like when it was over, I was like, oh man, I felt like that flew by Like because I was so engrossed. The character development is the strength of this film, even stronger than the horror and thriller elements because like all the characters are so well drawn out. All the characters are so well acted and performed that you feel like you know each person so well and I think he perfectly balanced out this ensemble with everyone getting enough screen time that you understand them, you know their motivations, what each particular person's goal is, what motivates them, and why they act the way they do. And I think that so many films rush things. Guillermo took his time rolling, the, especially the first act out, setting up the world and establishing all of the main leads. 
I really felt like I knew these people very well by the time the movie was halfway through. Yeah, and actually, Leonardo DiCaprio was originally picked for the lead role in Nightmare Alley as DiCaprio chose this Guillermo del Toro film over projects from Paul Thomas Anderson and Alejandro Iñárritu. But when negotiations fell through due to not reaching a financial agreement, (laughs) DiCaprio opted out and was shortly replaced by Bradley Cooper. Ironically enough, Cooper ended up also replacing DiCaprio and Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza. That's what happens when you can't pay Leo $25 million. Yeah, (laughs) Leo needs to make his $25 yeah, that's uh, that's the sad truth. Unfortunately, love the guy, yeah, but yeah, he needs PTA to make... and Guillermo can't afford that. <laughs> Only like Scorsese that's and a half, few other that's people. That's half their can. budget on their movies. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I think it worked out because I think that Bradley was really terrific in this role, and he reminded me why he's such a great actor because he spent so much time directing his film, and he's actually in pre-production on another film that he's working on. He's been in full gear on that for a while. And you forget how talented he is and how yeah. great he is. Yeah, he's such a good job. And, you know, I think the character he created was super interesting. And you root for him despite qualities that he shows that are unsavory. And I really, really enjoyed this movie. I highly recommend it to anybody yeah. who likes Guillermo del Toro films, horror films, slow burns, uh, period pieces. It's a blast. Yeah, this is a top five movie for the year for me. What do you uh, rate this movie out of 10? I give this movie a solid 8, 8.5 out of 10. Nice. I give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, for sure. It was really, really fun. Really good time. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this mini review of Nightmare Alley. And stay tuned for the future ones.